on a Saturday night or Sunday morning, depending on which part of the world you live in. Um, Dana White finally announced the main event for UFC 300. We're going to be seeing Alex Pereira face Jamal Hill for the light heavyweight title. And I don't know about you, but I'm ever so slightly disappointed. So let's talk about it before we do. My name is Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. So look, man, <clears throat> if we go back a few months, I heard, I heard Dana White say, on multiple platforms on multiple occasions that ufc 300 is going to be the best card that the ufc have ever put together he told me it's going to be a badass card right he told me it's going to be stacked from top to bottom bottom to top it's going to be badass fight after badass fight right and from when i heard him talking about it and the um, experiences that I had around the time of UFC 100 and then around the times of UFC 200, my expectations were set fucking sky high, right? And from when he was saying whatever he said, we've had fight after fight after fight announced and those expectations that I had that were sky high haven't been met, if I'm honest with you. Like, I was expecting there's something about Mary and what we're getting is... Along Came Polly. Now, Along Came Polly is a perfectly respectable film. It made me laugh. It made me chuckle. There was a scene in it where Ben Stiller's playing basketball and he jumps up and there's a big hairy guy with a fat belly and his face touches the belly and it just slides all the way down and it made me laugh, right? But Along Came Polly just cannot, cannot hold a candle to there's something about Mary, right? So when I'm expecting there's something about Mary, it makes it difficult for me to enjoy Along Came Polly for what it is because it just isn't as good as what I thought it's going to be, right? Now, obviously, obviously, the event hasn't even happened yet and I'm going to stay up for it. I'm going to watch it from start to finish and I'll tell you what, I'll probably enjoy it. There'll probably be moments where I think to myself, oh, fucking hell, this is something else, this is. And I'll probably go to bed saying to myself, I'm glad I stayed up for that. But when you get these events, seminal moments, there's only ever been two others to this kind of standard that I'm judging this card on, UFC 100 and UFC 200. I was expecting a little bit more. Let me explain further. So look, <clears throat> it starts with how the main event itself has come about and how it got announced right we've had all of these rumors about potential options for main events leon edwards against kamzat um israel against um drakus leon edwards against bilal leon edwards against even islam makachev's name rakimov like these are all fights that personally and i can't speak for everyone i'd have rather had headline the event ahead of Pereira and hill right and as it turns out, this fight itself has only been put together over the last few days. You think to yourself, like, where's the where's the planning? Where's the project management? God damn it! Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't sit well. And then, like Dana White, he announces it on his Instagram, a video holding the phone up to his face like this, and just shouting at the camera, telling us that guys, it's done. The main event for UFC three hundred, like. 
put some effort in the announcement as well. Do you know what I mean? Like during the press com- the post fight press conference for UFC 298, um, one of the one of the journalists stood up and said, "Are you guys going to put trailers together like you did for UFC 100 and UFC 2? Like, do you remember UFC 200? The trailer they had where everyone, I think, I think it was UFC 200. I might be talking shit." But there was a trailer where everyone's walking. Well, that might have just been it. They had a their first New York card where everyone's walking around New York. I don't know, but they put on put together some really good trailers for big events, right? In the past, and the journalist asked Dana White, "Are you guys going to put together a trailer?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, now that you said it, yeah, we will, we will." And I'm thinking to myself, like, you guys are just putting this card together like you did UFC 298, 97, 99, like. This should stand out. There should be other kind of trinkets and bells and whistles to UFC 300 because it only comes about every seven years or something. Like UFC 100 and the UFC two, like that. Like these centurion events only come about every seven, eight years. Or I'll do the math later. I've got the cards up uh, for both of 100 and 200 here. I can work it out right. But what I'm saying is, it's not like it's an annual event. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a big deal to me to to the to the fans, right? And and I was smiling to myself because. While I was saying that, because um, I was looking on Twitter the other day, and <laughs> someone tweeted out saying, "What have the UFC done for Black History Month?" And then someone quote tweeted it saying, "Dana White said nice things about Leon Edwards," and and that proper cracked me up because Dana White was very very complimentary of Leon Edwards in that post fight press conference saying that he got offered three names and he said yes to all three, no questions asked, blah blah blah. But that's by the by. Um, Anyway, let's get back on track. Now, um, like I said, I've got uh, UFC 100 and 200, the cards open in front of me, right? And I was looking at the fights and, and, and like, I was a diehard fan back around the time of UFC 100. So it's not like I don't know these fighters on these cards. But looking at the card for UFC 100 and 200, and 200's got a massive asterisk next to it because Conor McGregor was meant to fight on there and then he had a fallout with the UFC so they didn't let him fight on there. And John Jones and Daniel Cormier were going to fight each other, but then John Jones tested positive. And you can't blame the UFC for that, right? Because the intentions were pure, they were right. But looking at the cards for 100 and 200 and comparing them with 300, I can honestly say, like, cumulatively, I think that's the right word, but if you put it all together, 300 is a better card than 100 and 200. But the reason why I feel disappointed, I was thinking about why, what, if, if the card itself is better, why am I feeling disappointed? And it's like what I said earlier, the trinkets, the bells and whistles, the, the fucking hoopla, the excitement. Like, think about how WWE put so much effort into WrestleMania, it's mania season. And you know it's something big and different to the rest of the pay-per-views. Like, UFC 300, if you didn't know that this is 300, if it could, it could have been any numbered event, does that make sense? Like, the way that they're rolling out the information, letting us know who's on the card, there's no, there's nothing to set it apart from the rest of the cards in um, for this year. Like, this card's got two title fights, right? And the title fights themselves aren't ones that get you excited, right? In comparison to UFC 200 and 100. So UFC 100 was obviously headlined by Brock Lesnar and Frank Mayen and there was GSP against Alves. It had two title fights in two very sexy divisions, right? UFC 200 was supposed to obviously have um, DC against against um, John Jones and 
the other title fight was the women's Amanda Nunes and, and, and Misha Tate. But I think to me, I think the reason why I'm a little bit disappointed is if you take into account just the main events for 100 and 200, those were real big mouth-watering fights. Those were two fights that any fan of MMA would get excited about. Like Brock Lesnar and Frank Mir in that era, and then John Jones and DC back when 200 was about. Those were potentially like the biggest fights you could make in the sport. And they were happening in that century event. Like everything felt big. And UFC 300 has a title fight, or two title fights, but the, the main event, um, Pereira against Hill, it's just not... It's just not got that certain je ne sais quoi. Do you know what I mean? And it's because it's been put together so haphazardly and so quickly. And I've got to thinking, right? Like, these guys knew. They know that UFC 300 is going to be in... Um, I don't even know what date. April, is it? April 2024. Look, they, they know, right? They planned it out. All right, so UFC 300 is going to fall in April, right? So they would have known this a year ago as they were mapping out the, the pay-per-view events for, for the next year, right? And, like, it's just, like, common sense. They have so much power and control over their roster of fighters. It's just, like, common sense to think to yourself, wouldn't you just think to yourself, all right, this is the fight we want, and we'll tell, tell the two fighters that we want you to fight at UFC 300. So if you're planning on fighting in November you got to wait a few months, you're fighting in April. If you're planning on fighting in the summer 2024, well, actually, get in the fucking gym because you're doing it in April. Do you know what I mean? And I thought to myself, why is it that the UFC seem to work in these, like, three-month cycles? It's like a fucking hamster on a spinning wheel. Like, they're just always constantly going, 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 and there's no time to think or plan or prepare. And there's a couple of, there's a couple of potential reasons that I can think of off the kind of top of my head. Is it just because that they've just dropped the ball? Dana White's busy with power slap and he's leaving Hunter Campbell and all of them guys to run the show and there's no one there kind of steering the ship to lead the way to say, right guys, we need to map this out. We want this 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 fight on this card in the summer for International Fight Week. We need this fight for April for UFC um, 300. We need this fight for the Saudi card. We need this fight for November when we go to New York. And then we'll, we'll plan around, we'll plan the schedule of the fighters that we want on these cards around it. Now, obviously, you can't control injury. You can't control that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, you can do your best. You can make an earnest effort. And they haven't on this occasion, right? So is it because they've just become complacent? Is it just complacency that's done it? Is it because the focus is no longer us, the fans? Like, we seem to be excited about this event because, to me, it's like a... It's almost like I attach memories to it from 100 and 200, right? So when you know, all right, shit, we're at UFC 291. That means UFC 300 is coming around the corner. It'll be next year. I wonder what UFC will do for that. Do you know what I mean? Is it because they don't really care about what the fans want, need, or the experience that we have? It's like they've become less reliant on pay-per-view buys since the, since the deal that they've done with ESPN. And it's like a mixture of they don't really care about making it special for the fans. 
and the complacency because they know what the revenues are going to be it's kind of guaranteed and they're just thinking to themselves you know what these guys are going to buy it regardless because it's 300 so we don't really need to stress or worry so much is it kind of is it is it because nowadays the UFC have got this new kind of it's not, it might not be new they've probably been doing it for a while but every time they go to a, an arena now the arena pays them a fee a site fee like just this week um anaheim arena where they were for, for ufc 298 they were there on the saturday and then wwe were there on the monday i believe right and they 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 were talking about this deal that the tko group have done with anaheim to go there three times a year for the next three years or however long like wherever the ufc go now they get a fee to be there so now are they a mark now are they kind of trying to serve the venues as well like these guys are paying us x amount of millions and they're not gonna they're not just gonna sit there and take any old card which is why they're stacking 298 why they stack 299 like if you just take the fights from 298 and 299 you could have taken like two or three fights out of 298 two or three fights out of 299 stuck them in 300 and everyone would have been like you know what that's a that's a fucking big boy card that is i'm really excited about it but they had to spread it out and they kind of had to spread themselves so thin. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. And maybe it's just feeding into me kind of getting lethargy. I feel lethargic as a fan of the sport because it doesn't excite me the same way it used to. Like I have little moments, but like back in the day when I was more actively making videos, it's because there was always something happening that was exciting me, making me think, tweet, like, having an effect on my emotions, and that's just not the case so much anymore, it's just a, a bus that just keeps going, and it stops, and then people get off, and people get on, and there's nothing new, it's just the same pattern that just flows over and over again, and it's a bit kind of disheartening, really, but, <sighs> look, you can never judge a card, you can never judge an event before it's happened, right? But one thing as a fan of the sport that I live for <clears throat> is when Bruce Buffer's announcing two fighters in an octagon and they're staring at each other and you can hear the commentators saying stuff in the background and the excitement that you have, those kind of, I don't know whether they're butterflies or what, the emotions that you have in your tummy, because you know in about 30 seconds the bell's going to go and these two guys are going to fight each other and it's a fight that you've wanted to see for fucking absolute ages. UFC 300 doesn't have a single one of those for me, unfortunately. It has some really good fights that I can, I can guess will be entertaining. But it doesn't really have any fights with a massive amount of jeopardy where I think to myself, oh man, like tomorrow is Saturday and it's going to be UFC 300 and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Like it doesn't have any of that. Like even like, it's even got fighters that I really, really like, like Justin Gaethje and Max Holloway. And a lot's been said by other people about this fight. Like it doesn't make any logical sense. Like why, why are these two fighting each other for the BMF belt? Like, they're both obviously bad motherfuckers, but, like, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm just going to stop moaning, and I'll shut up, because Arsenal playing tonight against Porto, and it's a big game, right? So, let's focus on that. Let's stop moaning about UFC 300. But I just felt like I'll just quickly jump on here and share a few thoughts about the card itself. 
<clears throat> and why I think that potentially it hasn't lived up to the expectations that we as fans had prior to the announcement of these fights. Apparently, there's one more fight that Dana White's going to announce. So, it you know, it's not obviously going to be the main event because we already know Pereira against Hill. And Hill's been, like, he done his Achilles. Like, he's come back apparently quite quick. <laughs> like, I saw a picture on Twitter with Hill topless and his belly was bigger than mine. Like, he was more out, well, I can't say he's more out of shape, but his belly definitely was bigger than mine, right? And I'm thinking to myself, this guy, Jamal Hill, like, J- Jamal Hill was, isn't even a, a, a mainstay, long-standing champion. Like, he won the belt and then got injured. Like, he's never defended the title. I, I, I didn't even realise that he had, uh, he had um, given up the belt. I thought it was, I thought Pereira was an interim champion, but clearly not. But yeah, man. All right, I've said about three times that I'm going to stop moaning and then I carry on moaning. So I'll definitely stop moaning now. But leave your thoughts below. Let me know what you guys think about the card. Look, it's a banger of a card. Don't get me wrong. But it's just missing that one killer fucking grudge match. Uh, a fight between two fighters that we've wanted to see cross paths for ages. That's what it's missing. And that's why I'm personally disappointed. Let me know what you feel. Are you disappointed? Are you excited? Do you think this is the perfect card? Do you have any issues with it? Do you think I'm talking absolute crap? Put your comments below. If you've enjoyed this video, like it, share it with a friend, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'll catch you guys next time.